Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
honey. Welcome. Welcome to Natch Butte, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte, the beauty podcast where we have a good time, we laugh, we put on a lip, and we feel ourselves. Welcome. I am your host and your guide, Jackie J, the beauty talk shock jock, your queen of cranes, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt. Yes, honey, welcome. Okay, so when you go to your high school reunion, I actually don't know if this is true because I bailed on mine, but I've heard that when you go to your high school reunion, they give an award for the person who has traveled the farthest to be there. My guests today on Ashview win that award. They are the farthest away guest I have ever had in the history of my 250 episodes of Ashview. It is very exciting. One of the one of the only good things about quarantine, everybody not being able to travel, is that we've been able to connect with people all over the world on Ashview. My guests today are in Dubai, honey. Yes, one of the beauty capitals of the world. On Ashview, I'm always looking for badass women that are making incredible products with a purpose. And today is no exception. Today on Ashview, I have three sisters. Yes, you know, my sister is one of my best friends, one of the dearest people in my whole life. I love a sister. I love a sisterhood moment. Three sisters, three beauty founders, and they're keeping it in the fam with their company, Citizen Cosmetics. Three South Asian sisters for every citizen of the world, honey. Yes, they have created 25 shades of nude for every person that could ever walk the planet, probably beyond, honestly. Probably out in outer space, there's people going, I need a nude lip, where do I go? Guess what, citizen, honey. Please welcome the three women behind Citizen Cosmetics. We have Alina, Aliza, and Nasia Khan. Welcome to Niche Butte, ladies. Welcome to LA. Thank, Thank you. you. That was the best so intro ever. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. so much fun. <laughs> I'm so glad. I have to hype y'all up. I mean, it is 9 p.m. where y'all are, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay, so we're like a whole day ahead. I just started my day. Y'all are unwinding. So thank you so much for all three being here. I don't know if you could tell what I'm wearing on my lips. Yes! So excited. We can spot citizen from anywhere. We are wearing DC, honey. And that I love yes. this. I love this color. My husband's from DC. So we love a little representation. Amazing. The color looks so good on you. It's like the perfect match, if I do say so. No, it literally is an Every time I wear this, people ask me. Every time. They go, what is that? And by the way, I just want to say that the shades were all named after cities that my sisters and I have visited, had special experiences or moments in. And D.C. is where our cousin, who's like a sister, went to college. So we visited her at Georgetown a few times, and that's where the city name came from. Yeah, we fell in love with D.C. Oh, my God. That's where my father-in-law went for undergrad. No way. Yes, we love Georgetown. (laughs) And then he went to Yale Drama School. Oh, honey, we're fancy wow, around amazing. here. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my second marriage. <laughs> Ladies. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, the, the question I ask everybody on Attribute, I ask what type of skin do you have? I'm going to go down the line, and I'm going to ask Aliza first, only because you're the first person on my Zoom in the order. So please <laughs> tell us what type of skin do you have? I feel like I have, like, combination skin, so it depends, like, where I am. So if I'm in colder climates, my skin is super dry. But in Dubai, it's really oily because it's really hot out here. So for me, it just depends where I am. It's We love. You know, we are women and we adapt. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, Alina, how about you? Just simple, boring, oily skin, sadly. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, hey, there's benefits to oil. 
There really are. I've the Dewey been told. <laughs> I tried to create Dewey products so that people think it's that. There <laughs> you go. Perfect. All right. Last but not least, Nasia, how about you? So I used to have really oily skin, but as I've gotten older, somehow it's more dry skin. So I don't know how that works, but now my skin is more on the dry side. You know what? Again, we all change. We're all works in progress. (laughs) Beautiful answers across the board. This is the question I ask every guest. I've added this question recently. I'm excited about this answer because the background of these three, born and raised in Los Angeles, moving all over the world... I would love to know the first beauty product that y'all remember buying or using. I don't know if it was something mama gave you, your cousin in D.C. You're saying, okay, we're going to start again with Aliza. Do you remember the first product you ever bought or used? I actually do because I remember, I think it was my mom's. It was like a Shiseido SPF face tint. And it was like, because in our school, we couldn't wear like a lot of makeup. So I tried to like just use something that would give me that natural makeup look. And I was never really into makeup anyway, so it was like the most I would even do back then. So that was definitely mine back wow, in the teenage your mom years. Had good sunscreen choices. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I'm from Texas. My it. mom's like, put baby oil on. That'll help you get tan. <laughs> it's like completely opposite. So I respect the game. How about you, Alina? Do you remember your first? I wish I could forget it, but basically when I was 11 or 12, I discovered black eyeliner for the first time, Mm -hmm. but no one ever taught me how to remove it. So right after the first party that I ever had a friend put eyeliner on me, we traveled on a trip to Paris. I remember that night. If you see our photos from that trip, the first three days, I have like smudge black eyeliner on my face because I never learned how to properly remove it. was there the whole trip. And they, to this day, tease me like, yeah, remember that punk rocker phase? I'm like, no, I just never knew how to remove my black eyeliner. No, but it was, it was a punk rock phase because you had like the arm wristbands. Like it was more than just eyeliner. That was very cool back then. So... This sounds very like hot topic chic, and yeah. I'm not mad at it. For exactly. So Ed we, Hardy vibes too. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh I gosh, won't lie. So I did like hot topic, but anyway, wish I knew about makeup removers <laughs> back in the day. That would have helped. Yeah. I remember reading that Joan Jett would wear her eyeliner, would never remove it because that was part of the look. Was like it looks like I've slept in it for five days, and that sort of you can't achieve that without wearing it. For I should have so pretended that energy. Yeah, I should have pretended. It was intentional then and that I was trying to pull a gym yes. jet but oh my gosh I love that for you I love that look and I can't wait for Nasia's answer <laughs> so the first product I actually remember the first one I bought and it was the NC42 MAC foundation but I was so young by the way I shouldn't have been wearing that at such a young age because that was way too much makeup for me to wear at that age so that's the first thing I bought and I wore it for years and I like that was like my foundation and I just overdid it though way too much and but you live and you still remembers the shade name honey the, still the number never forget yeah exactly we stand we stand okay three 100 fun wonderful answers all across the board and this is why I love sisterhood because sisters are all different but they're all the same at the same time so that's the next warm-up question. I want to know your birth order because I'm fascinated with birth order. I'm the youngest and I am textbook the youngest. I want to know each of your birth orders and your favorite thing about being that birth order. Like Can I, you my guess favorite thing order? about being 
Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I've watched a lot of y'all's interviews, but I, I kind of forgot them. So that's uh, good. Okay. Alina's the youngest, right? <laughs> Interesting. No. no. Oh shit. I just feel like because they were teasing you so much. You know, <laughs> and, and the oldest always take the opportunity. Well, that's to pick because on everybody. I wait for the cameras to stop rolling before I bounce. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> smart. Okay, just just tell me. Don't embarrass me. Just I'm tell the me. eldest, by the way, not the youngest. What? But I am the shortest, so I sometimes get the youngest, which is really interesting. Yes, very interesting. So. I'm actually the youngest okay. and I feel like my favorite thing about being the youngest is that I don't have to be the guinea pig and mm-hmm. my sisters can test everything out for me and then it's just super easy for me to do things in life because yep. luckily my older sisters have done it yep. so yeah yep. so and I'm the middle thing. child but I don't yes. feel that middle child syndrome that everyone talks about everyone's always like oh do you feel that do you feel like you were like were left out ever and whatever but I genuinely did it and I'm happy to say that I was fine. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like what's the nice thing about the middle child is that I don't have like a role. Cause I feel like when you're the oldest, you have that role of being like the leader. And then the youngest, you're kind of like the baby of the family. But I feel like the middle I can kind of like create my own role and just do my own thing, which yes, is nice. Yes, that's empowering. Middle yeah. middle child empowerment right there. Right? We need to change the wording. <laughs> we do. What is it? Normalize. We need to normalize, normalize. middle children. Yeah. You guys should start a movement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're doing it right now oh god um and then um this is alina speaking i am the oldest and i do love being the oldest actually i feel like my favorite part about it is that i felt like i was actually friends at a young age with my parents and i remember like a small example would be like my dad would always have me hang out with him and his friends i feel like he thought i could have like adult conversation with them and when you're younger you think adult conversation is the coolest thing ever so um so yeah i definitely loved feeling like i was yeah seen as a friend or a peer sometimes oh fabulous answers I can't wait to party with y'all in Dubai soon. Wait, can I ask you what's your favorite thing about being the youngest? I'm definitely going to have to agree with you. My (laughs) parents had already basically checked out by the time I was rolling around. And they were just like, you want a cell phone? They were like, your sister got one. You can have one too. And my sister's like, oh my God, she's 14. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I get the cell phone. Okay. It's called the family plan. Keep up. So they just like, when her curfew got longer, they were like, you can go ahead and stay out later too. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. So I would say exactly, Yeah. They okay, just kind of give up it. on you. They kind of give up in, in beautiful ways. <laughs> true, true. We can take it. <laughs> we can take it. Yes, I love it. And my sister and I are only two years apart, so it's not that big of a difference. But it is. That's what's so lovely about being sisters. I just love sisters so much. It's such a powerful bond that you only understand if you are a sister. True. Which is so one true. of the many reasons that I was so excited when I found out about y'all's company. Let's get into it. Y'all identify as third culture kids. And I think that's such an interesting phrase. One of you, I'll let y'all decide, or all of you, tell me what does that mean? So I think what it means is when someone asks you, where are you from? And your answer is more than a sentence. Like it's when Mm -hmm. you need a longer time to actually get the full answer out. So I think that's the main thing we relate to is when anyone's like, well, how long do you have for my answer? So Right, uh, and they're starting to walk away. They're like, I think I hear my answer. Yeah, they're like, never mind, bye. (laughs) Um, But no, I think it's also when neither one 
of your answers feels enough to just end there. So you already introduced our background. Like we're definitely not Pakistani enough to only say we're Pakistani. We've never lived there, for example. We're definitely not just American. It does not even scratch like our full life experience in our opinion. But then we'll never be seen as Emiratis, which is what you're called if you're a local from the United Arab Emirates. So that's just like the best way to explain that we feel so connected to each part of our identity. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate to nowadays, especially in Dubai, because uh, it's mainly expats here. It's only like 20% locals. So I think people here especially identify with that. Wow, 20%. Yeah. That's, wow. It's really interesting, yeah. It's yeah. majority expats here, which is, wow. which is fun. I got to go check it out. I got to go, I got to come check it out. You That's need to come. to come, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's happening. I'm going to sleep on one of y'all's couches. I don't know who has the <laughs> nicest couch, but we'll figure that out soon. So, okay, whose idea was it to start the brand? And then how did you convince the other two or sort of how did that all happen? I always was in love with makeup ever since I was young. So I definitely wanted to do something. That's right. She knew the name. (laughs) She knew the shade. Exactly. So I always wanted to do something in this space, but I didn't think anyone would want to buy products just from me. Like I'm no one, like I'm not celebrity influencer or whatever. So then it kind of became like a bigger conversation between me and my sisters and Alina, like, basically is in charge of branding and marketing. And Elise does, like, logistics and management. And then I do product development and creation. So we all have, like, our own niche and departments. So we thought, oh, why don't we all create something? But also we looked at the beauty industry and we were just basically talking about how there's so many things lacking in the beauty industry right now that we thought that we could add in and bring value to with our company. So I kind of and then thought of it. And- yeah, like I was going to say, because in the beginning, it was something I thought I could do on the side while looking for full-time jobs in New York. So I was in that stage of my life where I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to like have this whole experience on my own, this independent thing. So I was always on board to fully do Citizen with my sisters. So I was like, oh my God, but I can do this while I search for jobs and while I have another full time. So I think I was the last one to be fully convinced to fully commit full time to Citizen. But we always felt really confident about our abilities as a team. Because like Nisia said, we have such different skill sets. And I think that's what keeps it healthy as well, is that we have our own department. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that y'all each have an individual role. What does day-to-day life look like in the citizen office? I know you just said all three of your jobs. So can y'all go through each day? I do this, and then my sister does this. We meet up. We do this. I think that's just so <laughs> interesting. Three women running the company, honey. Yeah, I feel like every day is so different. Like, it's actually pretty chaotic because in our office, we have three different rooms, but they're, they're, it's not soundproof. Like the doors are open. It's like an open door policy. So like there's a lot going on. But for me, I do I'm head of operations and logistics. So a day for me could look like just being in contact with the warehouse, making sure our orders that are from retailers are fulfilled or like registering products in Dubai because the rules are so different in every region that we're in. So honestly, it can be different every day, which is kind of fun because for me, if it was the same thing every day, I would go crazy. Cause I have to look at like a lot of spreadsheets and things that can be really draining after a while. So I'm glad that every day looks different, but yeah. So mine is more of the back end thing. And then mine, so I'm product development and creation. So I'm constantly like testing out products 
every day, which when I was younger was definitely would be my dream. So I'm in contact with my manufacturers on like a regular basis who create our product. And I also always look at the latest beauty trends and what's missing in the market and how we can kind of disrupt it. But yeah, definitely always testing products. Like if you saw me, you would see me with like an arm full of swatches and looking just like a mess because there's product all over my face. (laughs) So yeah, it's all product in my day. And then I am basically doing, yeah, branding and marketing more of the, what you visually see the creative side of the brand. So this week, for example, um, we're assessing our email marketing. Marketing is creative, but then there's a lot of parts of it that are not cool and creative, which people don't realize. But yeah, we're analyzing every email from last year up until today, and we're seeing what's working, what's not working, what can we change. That's just an example this week. But I make sure every day there's a really good post on our Instagram. I do the Insta stories, by the way. We run it ourselves. When people DM us, we answer it. So I'm managing our whole social and our whole like, community management as well. And then I'm thinking of already, like for our next product launch, what is the campaign going to look like? We also have new retailers that we signed with. So another thing that I do is I'm the point of contact between the retailers and us. If they need visuals for the website, if they need a marketing plan for launch, they would be talking to me about what the strategy is. And then, yeah, all of us also liaise with our PR teams. So if they send us interview questions, we're answering the questions. We are telling them which influencers we want them to send things to. So it's just such a mix. And we also run our TikTok account. Just want to shout that out because I just started recently. So that's like my creative outlet. When I'm like (sighs) sick of looking at my screen, I'm like, okay, let me create some videos now. Like I need some creative juices flowing. And that's actually what I was actually amazing at it. (laughs) Just going to say, which I'm glad we said is that even though we have those departments, we definitely, because we're a startup, like, well, we can't afford to only do that one thing. You know what I mean? So this is what the description is, but it's very much like all hands on deck. If I need help, if someone needs help, like best believe they're going to (laughs) help. I love that. And I love TikTok, by the way. So I'm going to follow Susan, check out the vids and and I'm going to- great. I, I can't wait. I do. I do. I love it so much. I would love to talk to y'all about the word nude because I was just explaining this to my husband the other day. His mind was blown when I said that band-aids are racist because I was like, what color is the band-aid that we all know? It, it's, it's like a, it's not a universal color. People's skin tones are all different shades, all different pigments. All, so the idea that they just make a nude band-aid it doesn't work for everybody. Even the word nude, when we say it, there is a color that comes into our head yeah. and that is not what nude is. So can y'all exactly. kind of explain to us why nude is not an inclusive word? I just want to say you- why y'all sort of wanted to disrupt that, honey? You are spot on with a band-aid example. Wow, that should be used more because you're so right. That again is implying there's only one shade and I think that's the entire issue. And by the way, the sad part is, and we don't talk about this enough- it almost has brainwashed even us. So I see actually women coming to our booth and choosing the wrong nude shade for themselves because of what they think they should be looking for. And I think that part's crazy because it's not even just us correcting people like, no, mine is a, a darker brown or no, mine is like a mauve shade. It's sometimes people of color choosing a beige and I'm like, no, like we need to remember that this is just what has been normalized and our conditioning. But Actually, nude is meant to be a perfect match of your skin tone. But in our case, it's 
also your lip tone plays a big part. So it's getting the right balance between complexion and lip tone. And then the thing is people have different nude preferences. So we actually account for that in our matching quiz online called Get Match. And one of the questions is what type of nude preference are you looking for? Because some people actually like a paler washed out look. Some people like it to match exactly. And then some people like your lip color plus one. And that's, by the way, the most standard common perception of nude lip is lip tone plus one. So we always recommend going for that one. But yeah, I'm so happy that more people are kind of aware of this now. And what I love to say is our darkest shade, Shade Stockholm, which won an Allure Best of Beauty for Best Neutral Lipstick for Dark Skin Tone. Another brand would call it a dark brown lipstick, but the simple, simple reason of why people connected Citizen is just that we call it a nude And sometimes all it takes is just that simple thing of making people feel seen and using the right words. So, yeah. Right. Let's reprogram nude, everybody. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that y'all brought up the quiz. I had uh, a question on here that says, how does one find your perfect nude? And I guess one way to find it would be to go on your website and take the quiz, which, by the way, I took. And (laughs) I said, I want my lip oomphed. And that's exactly yeah. what this color is, the DC that I'm wearing. I also have Capri, which came up. They came up to get these two, and it's the two that I have. <laughs> that's amazing. So, that's hun- crazy. Okay, I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. And, and people, then every another- time I'm wearing this, I get compliments every time. Yay. Another way to find the perfect nude from our collection is I do one-on-one shade matching sessions through Zoom that people can book through our Instagram. So that's like another extra way because I love talking to our customers and stuff. And a lot of people like to just discuss what type of nude they want for a while. And on DM. And they want to see some of the shades. Yeah, and on DM, you can send a no makeup selfie and then I'll help you and guide you what nude to pick. So those are other ways. This is a very personalized service. Yeah. Have any of you... Have any of y'all done the the nipple thing, the nipple match? Because I tested it earlier and Capri is basically my nipple. And I was very <laughs> excited about that because when they say your perfect nude color is your nipple color. I, I was, by the way, I, I heard that, I heard that. When you were asking about how to find the nude, the nipple thing came to mind because one of my friends always brings it up. I don't find it accurate, to be honest, yeah. without naming the yeah. shades. I don't find it accurate, but it is hilarious. <laughs> I don't find it fully accurate because my areola and my actual nip are two completely, they're night and day, honey. They're, they're Dubai and LA. They're on different time zones. So I was like, and I know you're painted, you have a Wait, beautiful Well, maybe that's why you got floral two nipples. Maybe that's right. why. Because yeah, this one's a little why. pinker. This one's a little pinker. Exactly. This one's a little more, a little more coral. Listen. We got you. We got you. The Citizen Sisters got me, honey. <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, y'all also have a beautiful, wonderful blog that I was tapping around earlier. 
And because one of y'all's other missions is to enhance cultural awareness through beauty routines. I love that. I think that's what Nash Butte does as well. So I was wondering, how were, how would y'all's beauty routines sort of express your culture? Any one of you can take this I question. feel like, for me at least, like, I used to be really into the eyeliner look. Like, not the heavy eyeliner look, but definitely in our culture, like, of Pakistan, the eyeliner look was huge. Like, having that bold eye. I feel like the smoky eye was kind of their thing. Like, having the strong black eyeliner, like a cat eye, and even in the inner eyelid. That was kind of our, like, uh, a big part of the Pakistani culture. So I feel like that is one thing I liked about it, like, in their beauty routine. Like, I like that, that eyeliner element. And it's called Kajal. So that would be mine. Yeah, yeah, it's called Kajal in Pakistan. For me, because I connect with so many cultures, I'm going to talk about Dubai and, like, the Middle East culture. I feel like my look is, like, that full glam. Like, I love makeup and I love experimenting with new products. So out of my sisters and I, like, you'll see me with, like, full glam all the time because I just prefer it and I like it and I enjoy that process of applying the makeup it's fun to me so I would connect to this region yeah like kind of opposite of what Nasia said I think maybe inspired from the fact that I went to college in LA and this even rings true to New York I'm definitely more into like the minimal like soft glam so I was like a big fan of Glossier for example and but it's so interesting because a brand like that wouldn't not resonate with people in the Middle East like people have actually told me that. So it's crazy. Something that you think is so amazing. And so your style is completely opposite based on where you are in the world. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. I have a question coming up where I ask y'all the beauty scene in Dubai. I feel like you just answered that. I might, <laughs> yeah. I might still ask it. That's so interesting. Just you're right. And it's so funny. Now we've shifted over here to like, I'm not wearing makeup. Although it took me three hours to look like I don't yeah. have a single piece on. But I, I actually prefer the beat. Like, I love a good mm. beat. So I, again, I need to get to Dubai. You would get yeah, in. The thing is, yeah. I can't wait. everyone, because you're out every night, like the cool thing about Dubai, which is what inspires the makeup look, it's not obviously that everyone's sitting at home with a full beat. I think the whole reason that's in is because it's a very social city and nightlife is huge hosting parties like attending events it's a huge part of the culture so I think that yeah, probably all night owls here exactly yeah I do I feel like when I'm in the states I have to tone down my makeup a little bit and I don't know if other people feel that like from this region coming to the states because I feel like I'm wearing too much when I'm out there but then when I'm here I feel like it's so normal and everyone looks like this full glam makeup so that's another interesting thing too. Wow. Wow. I'm intrigued, honey. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I would love to talk to y'all about inclusivity. I believe I read it somewhere on your Instagram or your page about it, quote unquote, so much more than shade range. So what does inclusivity mean to citizen? What does it mean to the three of you? So inclusivity to me is constantly finding ways to reassess that your definition of the word because I think with council culture nowadays we're finding things from the past and we're attacking what was wrong about it but we weren't aware of some things back then so I think we were first just focusing on women of color and then as we we're developing the brand another big brand launch and they got a lot of praise for catering to all women of color but that actually made us think even further okay wait this can't just be it like inclusivity I'm sure does not just stop here that actually inspired us to think further. If we feel excluded from the beauty industry, I'm sure many others do. And then we were speaking to some of our friends. We're like, 
imagine how men feel like they're not at all addressed from this industry and by the way constantly to this day we're still stretching the definition based on conversations we have like in a recent meeting one of our aunts was like but you're like me and my friends are huge consumers of the product she's in her mid-40s and she was like but you guys also don't include anyone from our age group and so I think inclusivity to me is just it's an ongoing conversation with yourself if I'm being completely honest, because we're still, we're still not perfect, but I think we've really shown that we've been thoughtful about it in a way that's more than just tokenism. And just, it's not about just 50 shades. It's about getting it right, but we're super passionate about the topic. I can talk for ages about it. Also like making every individual, no matter the ethnicity, race, or gender feel seen, that's super important for us. I love I love the uh, ongoing conversation. You're right. I think every day we look around and assess more and more and think, oh, that's something I could include. That's a person. That's a I love mm-hmm. that. We love we love speaking <laughs> on the 25 shades. How did y'all pick this shade range? I know there was extensive research, getting aunties, getting uncles, asking friends, walking up to strangers. Talk to us about how you decided on these 25 shades. Basically, we did a lot of surveys, sent it to all of our friends, families, like you said, and asked them what their like nude, favorite nude was and what they would like to be tweaked in that. And then we basically came out with samples. We went to like big drugstore brands and we went to Selfridges in London and we did like case studies of what the top nude shades were and what was lacking, what was missing. Once we finally got our perfect samples, then with that, we went out and tested on as many people as we could. And this is obviously before COVID. Would you walk up to people in the park and stuff and be like, excuse me? Yeah, honestly, I'm not even kidding. We actually had a little box full of all of our 25 shades. And we went to random people on the street and asked them if we can test our products on them. And that's how we tweaked each shade because we literally tried to get every skin tone as possible. And that's why we're so comfortable that we have a shade for each skin tone just because of that testing. And that took months of trying on like everyone, but that kind of helped us find like the perfect range. And then we've become experts at speaking to strangers. And by the way, that's like a hack for a startup because you actually (laughs) will get so much more done if you don't mind that. But you don't understand so much of what we do is street casting or just like going up to people. But on top of that, I know that there are a lot of YouTube video watching, seeing what other people are using in these tutorials based on their skin tones. Like, cause some people we don't have access to, but they're very vocal about what shades they like and don't like. Another thing I want to yeah. mention is trips to our manufacturers where we did not settle, like to the point where we were like delaying certain timelines because we still just kept feeling like things were wrong. And in our factory, like there weren't there actually weren't many people from different skin tones in the factory we were in. So it was such a struggle with the testing. So we had to ship samples back to Dubai, test on more people, but we actually thought we were almost done. And then we tried it on and there was still a lot of tweaking. Nisia actually once flew to Milan just for 12 hours because something like big happened that needed to be fixed. So we're super hands-on. It was crazy. And, and we've even made sure that like different makeup artists tried it before we like finalized the formula because they know so many different skin tones. So for us, that was super important to kind of get their validation and like, okay, yeah, this is going to work. Well, I will say that it shows in the work. The hard work is really obvious. Lipsticks are not created equal. These have such gorgeous pigment They smooth on so nicely. And also, we haven't mentioned, they're dual-sided. So each color comes with a gloss 
and a lipstick. And the gloss is pigmented, <laughs> honey. It, it's no clear gloss. This ain't your grandma's gloss. So it's, it's dual use. It's less room in your bag. You truly thought of everything. What made y'all decide to, to do a dual-sided? We felt like gloss was having its comeback back when we started to create the lipsticks. And also it was in the age of the whole like liquid lip stuff. But basically we felt that was super drying, like a liquid lipstick. So we wanted to create something that was going to last all day, matte on the lips, but hydrating and moisturizing. So that's why we had the lipstick. But then, as I said, gloss was having its comeback. So we were like, we need to somehow include this. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why we wanted to do a double-ended product. And we wanted it to be multi-purpose because we're, for example, always on the go. Like we used to be traveling like almost every other month. So we wanted something that like, we just pick up one product, but there's a lip gloss and a lipstick. So you don't have to like go around your place looking for the other product that you needed. So we just wanted whatever was easiest for our consumers. And also to add to that, another reason we did that is because being a brand that was not celebrity backed, we're not influencers, we're not professional makeup artists, we constantly do have to think about what is not out there and what's different. So that is the main question within our first campaign, our first product of everything we did. We're like, okay, but why would someone buy this? They don't know us. That's what we asked ourselves for everything. So I think that was another thing that hasn't been done really with nude lipsticks. So that's why we did it. It's so impressive to me how, and I guess it really is a testament to the actual product and how great it is, how many celebrities are rocking y'all's lips. It's wild. For I'm just going to name a few that I saw. Lizzo, Hilary Duff, Demi Lovato, me. <laughs> yes, the yes. biggest one. You are. Honey, she's rocking Capri on her Instagram all the time. Do y'all have a favorite person of note? that has rocked your shades? Has there ever been a moment that you were like, oh my gosh, look at that. And I only named oh a few. God, yeah. It is really wild. Celebrity makeup artists have really taken to y'all. I just want to say with Hillary Duff, she actually followed us on Citizen. Oh. That was the biggest moment oh, ever. Man. And we DM'd and she mentioned that she wore it on her wedding day. Oh. That's definitely my top moment because I was a huge Lizzie McGuire fan. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's my favorite because like, our inner child would be screaming right now. Like, we grew up on Lizzie McGuire, so it was everything when she wore it. So that was definitely That is such one. a big deal. On your wedding day, you want to feel like yourself, but you want to look hot as shit. So the fact that she chose this, I'm telling you, this lipstick is great. So that makes perfect sense, and that is a true testament to the brand. Uh, any other big people, big moments... It was really cool because SZA wore it in one of her music videos. Two. That Actually, sorry, two of her music videos. And that was such a cool moment because we were like, oh my God, I think she actually loves the lipstick because it's the same shade that she's wearing. And, and it's it was, Los Angeles, by the way. It was yes. one of the videos that Justin Timberlake was in. So I was like, oh my God, the fact that he's like in the same music video, it was like, that is just too cool. Yeah, we felt like we, yeah. are, we are one step closer to Justin just because it was in the Exactly. Video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got to get him a shade. I honestly think exactly. Capri would look good on him. I think so, too. Yeah, and DC. I think DC, too. He has DC. some pink lips. I think that. Yep. <laughs> you know, if I, I run I honestly... into him, I'll, I'll drop him off. I'll be like, do you want to yeah. try mine, Justin? I'll pop it over. Hey, exactly. you want some? The perfect shade. I think that <laughs> says, I'm excited about that. That says a lot about his nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll go, hey, take your shirt off. Hey, take your yeah, shirt off exactly. real quick. It's a part of the process. <laughs> I think he might appreciate it. Okay, let's get to know the sisters a little bit more. We all always on Nesh, we talk about self-care and self-care rituals because they are such a personal thing. I would love to hear from each sister. 
some of your self-care rituals that are unique to you, that are must-haves, that get you through your day? How do you, at the end of the day, you unwind or the way you hype up with your self-care, just all the things. And I'm going to start again with Aliza because I love to go across my screen. Yeah. So I feel like I have two. One of them is working out. Like when I'm like super stressed one day, I come home and just do like a high intensity cardio. Like that just like gets me going. And I feel like it just releases all the tension of the day. So that's like one of my favorite ones. And then I also love just like blasting music and just like dancing or like just singing along. I literally have a playlist called don't at me because like when I'm in a mood I'm just really pissed off I literally just play that playlist and I'm just like good to go that's I my need thing. a don't at me playlist that's a great <laughs> yeah. idea yeah share it Nisia, I'm laughing because you guys want to answer mine for me because Nasia, you often hear it because our rooms I I literally was about to but why don't you take the stage and say I want it. you to say because it it's hilarious how obvious mine is because it's the same thing every day <laughs> Literally every single day, she will be sitting and make a bath for herself and listen to a podcast. Every day, she'll make time for a bubble bath with the podcast on, and it's right next to my room, so I can always hear everything. It's like I'm joining in listening with her, but without a doubt, she'll do that every day. She'll be listening to this episode in the bath. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So Jackie, I'll be and thinking that, that's when I'll be listening to it too. Yeah. I mean, podcasts in a bubble bath, that is such a mood. I'm obsessed with that mood. I need That needs to be on a shirt. That needs to be on a, a coffee mug or a tea. I can imagine sipping your little tea in, oh in my your gosh. bath. I love that. That's so cute. It is. Okay, yeah. So just for I'm in a precursor, like it's not every day, but it's my thing. Like if I want to relax, it will be a bath and yes. a podcast. And it won't be like the full episode, but basically actually you guys should thank me because you guys have probably learned a lot from hearing my episode through the walls because so, I listened to some great yeah. great ones but yeah honestly yeah what's your poison are you listening to, like true crime or uh <laughs> something a little bit Definitely more relaxing? Not. <laughs> no it's such a mix of like business with like how I built this or sometimes I like to mm-hmm. unwind and hear entrepreneur stories I listen to Pia's podcast everything's the best Jackie recently have been listening to yours Match love you, it. Honey. but um we love a we love a bath we love a bath but there's so many great <laughs> wellness and health ones um like there's someone named drew perohit so yeah there's a lot that i'm a fan of which i've learned a lot from what an eternal mood bubble bath and podcast now to see it i need to know yours <laughs> so i also love music so much so like after a long day at work i'd love to just be in my room and listen to i kind of love any kind of music so I love just to listen to any music that's what my mood is feeling and then also if I have like a lot going on in my mind I just like to have like my journal and then write down literally everything that's going on in my brain and just like kind of have like a brain dump I feel that to be like so therapeutic just to like write down literally what's on my mind my thoughts and like how I'm feeling and then I close it and change the page because then it kind of just leaves my mind and it just helps me like go about my day without that stress so that's kind of my thing (laughs) we love a brain dump love it (laughs) we love a brain dump I would love to know other beauty brands or products that y'all each have a must have in your bag like I y'all all have fabulous eyebrows. I, I would love to know eyebrow work. <laughs> Any skincare? We were talking about sunscreen earlier. Just each of you maybe give me a couple. Oh yes, somebody came prepared, <laughs> honey. I would love to know a few like of your fave products. So should I start? Yeah, um, might as well. I basically came across this brand called 
pharmacy or green clean. I'm not sure, but it's literally a cleansing balm mm-hmm. that you can use. Like, obviously, like I wear makeup a lot. So it's such an easy way to remove my makeup, but also like keep my skin moisturized. And it doesn't feel like it's stripping like the natural oils from my skin. But you apply this balm on your dry face. And then you literally just like clean everything off and then wash it. And literally every ounce of makeup comes off. So I can't recommend this enough. It's called Green Clean Pharmacy Cleansing Balm. Do you know Um, about the new Apple one? The new Apple scent? No, I don't even know they have that. It's all over TikTok right now. So, Aliza, no make sure you check it out. I'm surprised I missed Aliza it. Aliza didn't tell me. <laughs> they have a new scent, and so it's supposed to smell like apples. It's the same formula, but it has like an apple, natural Ooh. apple scent, and everyone's losing no it over it. No way. You're going to have to check it out. Okay, I'll def- well, mine's literally almost finished, so I'm definitely going to go. buy some of that. Yep. So, Excellent yeah. wreck. I'm going to have to get it. This has come up several times. I always see that as a sign for it's time for me to get it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> for me, I feel like it would be Clinique's Take the Day Off. I think it's an oil. I forgot the exact name, but it's an oil basically just to take your makeup off because I used to use makeup wipes and I feel like my skin is really sensitive. So it just didn't work that well. So I feel like when I use the oil, a lot more actually comes off, which is nice. So then I don't have to like double cleanse all the time. And I feel like I'm so influenced. I literally bought it because I saw an influencer using it on their story and the way she took her makeup off looked so satisfying. I was like, I need that. Cause you literally just put the oil on your face and then you take a hot towel and you put hot water on it, obviously. And then you just wipe it off. And it's amazing. I'm loving all the makeup removing tips because I- are you horrified when you hear about someone who doesn't take their makeup off at night? It's yes, horrifying, it gives right? me anxiety. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is hot tips. And another reminder for anyone out there who maybe isn't doing that great of a job cleansing, Get that makeup off, honey. Get that makeup off. (laughs) Your skin will thank you later. Yes. Yes, it will. True. I am super into fragrances, and I guess that counts on cosmetics. I am switching around all the time right now. It's a sort of Middle Eastern brand called Shaheen, and I love like a musky oud slash like amber type of fragrance and then i'm obsessed with narciso rodriguez the pink bottle and then one new thing because i'm a sucker for packaging i recently found this spf stick and i just love the packaging because it literally looks like one of those like deodorants that you kind of like roll up and then it's called salt and stone and it's all natural and i just love how thin it is and that i can fit in a pocket So yeah, super into the packaging of this, which makes me want to use it more. So I think packaging is just so important these days. We always say on Natch Butte, the best sunscreen is the sunscreen you're going to use. Yeah, exactly. Yep. (laughs) I'm assuming because of everything we've been discussing that y'all are big sunscreeners. Well, we've always lived in like, not only, but we've often lived in warm climate. So especially exactly in, you know, Dubai, LA, which were a lot of our years we've had to. I love that. I'm so glad to hear that. I still hear from people. They give me these bougie routines, long routines. I use this serum. I use this serum. I use this cleanser. I use it. (laughs) And then I go, Oh, what sunscreen do you use? And they go, I don't wear sunscreen and I literally (laughs) die a little because I'm like, none of that shit's working if you don't wear sunscreen. (laughs) So So here are three women of the world, well-traveled, they've seen it all, and they put their sunscreen on every damn day. So everybody listen to that. Wear your sunscreen. (laughs) Don't forget your sunscreen. That's right. And they all look so radiant. It's working. It's working. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Okay, I would love for y'all to finish up by telling us where we can find Citizen on social media and where can we buy the lipsticks. And also, is there anything new coming out is there anything exciting coming out with the brand yeah you can find citizen first of all at citizencosmetics.com and we spell it c-t-z-n without the vowels that's our instagram name our tiktok name as well but you also can soon you'll be able to shop us at a big u.s retailer we are not gonna say which one yet but it's really exciting we're gonna announce that later this month yeah i'm super excited about that all we can say is that Our ethos is just that everyone will be able to find their perfect shade, but that won't always mean that it has to be 20. Like we just launched an eye shimmer that's one shade of gold for all skin tones. So just keeping that in mind, I feel like, well, now no one has any idea what to expect because eye shimmer was one and the nudes were 25. So, but all we can promise. Keep us guessing, honey. Exactly. All we, <laughs> we love it. All we can promise is that everyone will be able to find one that suits them. Stay tuned. That is so exciting. I have had the best time getting to chat with you three. So thank you for being here. And thank you for sharing your beautiful, vibrant, citizen-esque life with all of us through your products. Thank you for having us. Thank you you so much for having us. You are so fun. We love you. Yeah, this is one of the fun. This is such a fun podcast. When y'all are in L.A., Okay, you're going to come see my house and then I'm going to come to Dubai and we're all going to go party. And because of the time difference, it'll be like morning (laughs) for me. So I'll be able to party all night. Oh, exactly. So can we. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. That's the plan. (laughs) Okay, I can't wait. And we're going to, Nasia and I are going to do a full beat. We'll do a lash. It'll be a whole thing. Yes. And then I'm going to use, I'm going to dip my hand in your pharmacy you know bomb and we're gonna i'm gonna be the fourth sister yes you are the honorary sister I we're can't ready wait. for you yes yes honey <laughs> thank you everybody for listening to this episode thank you for being you and you deserve to be happy yeah i'm talking to you don't forget to cream that neck and keep your fringe fresh have any of you ever had bangs slash do y'all cream your necks us i um, used to have bangs at one point i had mm-hmm. definitely like the side bangs i was really into like yep. that like kind of got the disco green day yep. vibes you know yep, i have that yep, whole yep. mood and then i tried yep. front bangs but it just didn't work at all and like, i feel so bad because so it was my idea for her to do the front bangs <laughs> <laughs> she was like she was like move on from the side bang you need to go front bang but it just didn't work for me <laughs> wow i have such a hard time believing you <laughs> no it wasn't good maybe i went to the wrong person oh god but yeah who knows yeah but, oh, do y'all cream your neck for sure oh yeah for sure. Goodness. like goodness. i always remind my sisters to never forget your neck yes always yeah. helping out your sisters with Literally, the neck talk <laughs> neck and back of hands are yes. the first signs of aging so don't forget to moisturize hands neck 
Yeah. And everything. Yes. Truly. (laughs) I'm telling you my hands, I'm starting to look down at them and I'm like, is that my mother? It's terrifying. (laughs) Everybody cream your hands. Okay. (laughs) 